Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer, I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles. We go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Eric Lyons, and this is episode 141 of Electrified. Listen, man, we got I got a good show for you today. Jam-packed. Got some things to discuss. I'm not really going to hold you long on the intro. Just want to let you know this episode is going to be good. We got things to get through. Y'all know yesterday was crazy. Y'all know yesterday was crazy. This week has been a little wild. It's been a little, it's been a little crazy this week. NBA going crazy. We ain't gonna really touch on that. I ain't really, I ain't really prepped for the NBA. We'll talk more NBA on Monday probably. And the MLB guys, they've been balling out so far. But small boxing stuff going on. And then you know, yesterday we had round one of the draft and. The Aaron Rodgers fiasco. We, you already know what time it is. But also, make sure you go to YouTube today. That's all I can tell you. Make sure you go to YouTube today, man. Make sure you go to YouTube. Check it out. That's all I got to say about that. But, yeah, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Electrified TV. Make sure you do that. But let's do this, man. Let's do this. We, I'm not, not going to waste your time. Let's just jump right into it. You know what time it is. Yesterday was a damn mess. Like, it was so messy, man. It was so messy. It was so messy. I really couldn't keep up. Um, You know, the first tweet that came out was the 49ers tried to make an offer for Aaron Rodgers. That was the first thing that came out, and they offered Jimmy G and... You know, and then after that, after that tweet, it was chill. But then things started snowballing. You know, it went from, you know, quiet to Tim Tebow somehow was becoming a tight end. That one got forgotten about in the matter of minutes because they was like, uh, somebody was like, oh, yeah. Tune in to ESPN Live after the break. Adam Sheffner has a bomb. It's going to be big, mind-blowing, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is coming off of the off the heels of Streets is saying that the 49ers offered for Aaron Rodgers. I'm thinking he's gone. Like, I'm thinking he's about to be traded, and that's what it is. Come to find out all it was was Adam Sheffner saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come back to the Packers. He's all disgruntled, blah, 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 blah. Now here's where we get lost as fans as as you know as as people who keep up with sports news in general when it comes to things like this we jump on the hype train because these tweets are coming from verified accounts and guys who we know to be you know credible in these situations, but if it's not a trade, a signing, um, 
uh, of releasing or anything, any NFL official business. If it's not official business, if it's not pen to paper type situations, we, I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, trusting these guys and their sources. Somebody said they had an unimpeachable source. What the hell is an unimpeachable source? Did Donald Trump tell y'all this? Come on, man. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. This is 2021, the same 2021 where we've heard that Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle. Same 2021 where we heard that Russell Wilson was going to New Orleans. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. All these damn analysts and so-called insiders were so thirsty to be the one with the news. So thirsty. Like, this is the social media era. You know, this we've been inside the social media era, but this is the social media age. This is what we are. You're not your breaking news isn't coming from the bottom of your sports center ticker. Your breaking news is coming from the device that you have in your hand in your pocket. It's coming from your phone. Whether it's gonna be a bleacher report notification, a Twitter notification. This is what we are now. This is the technical age, technology age. Everybody wants to be first. Everybody has that uh, Ricky Bobby mindset. If you ain't first, you last. That's that's how these guys carry it. They want the one. They want to be the ones with the breaking news. All right. So and then, then it's like, all right. If I can't be the one first, if I can't be first, I'm going to get the most clicks. Like Trey Wingo said, the Packers told Aaron Rodgers they were going to going to trade him. Who said this? Where did this come from? Did somebody from the Packers organization tell you that? How did the, who is saying this stuff? Who is saying this stuff? It was so nasty because who are your sources? There were so many rumors hitting the TL at once. All I could think about was Drake saying he needed a shade mansion. A room's not enough. I don't need a shade room. I need a shade mansion. There's so much going on. So much being said. So much being said. And as a Packers fan, let me tell you where my head was at. As a Packers fan, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That's unfortunate, you know? Sad that we're here. But as an Aaron Rodgers fan, I was like, yo, where we going? Listen, man, I get it. I understand. Let's say, let's, let's, let's say that this stuff may or may, let's say it's true. I can see Aaron Rodgers. Let's say Aaron Rodgers is frustrated with the Packers. There's a long list of reasons, reasons he could be uh, upset with the Packers. Long A list that starts before the Jordan Love trade. I mean, the, the Jordan Love uh, draft pick. Aaron Rodgers, man, generational talent. You talk about an organization who has wasted somebody's time, wasted somebody's career. You're looking at a, it's a prime example with the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I mean, you talk about an organization who doesn't do enough, um, doesn't try enough. Like, you know, the 2018 free agency, that was good. Didn't turn out good, but it looked good. Um... 
You know, I mean, they, they have been pre- free agent pickups that have been great for the Packers on the, the, the defensive side, not so much the offensive side. You know, Jimmy Graham didn't turn out. Um, What's that bum's name that I don't like? Who, he got a brother. The Bennett, the, um, the Martellus Bennett, that didn't turn out. We don't know how Devin Funches is going to turn out. He gets a season with us this year. But it's like... You would think this organization would go all out for this guy. That's what you would think. But they haven't. They haven't. And then it's like, all right. Has Aaron Rodgers, you know, Packers management, have they failed him? Yes. But Aaron Rodgers has been on the tail end of some unlucky, unfortunate events when I'm looking at his playoff losses. So, yeah, it's a lot that could be attested to why he would be frustrated with his situation. But let's look at the now. Let's look at what, you know, what we are now. You start with the Jordan Love pick. This guy just took you to the NFC title game. You come back, and in the first round, you trade up. You don't trade up to get him a wide receiver. You trade up and draft his successor, his predecessor, his neck, the next man up. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking at that as a smack in the face, obviously. We've we've already went through this. We've talked about how he's felt about the, we We've already been through this. This story has been told so many times. We get it, you know. It, it pissed him off. It pissed him the hell off. And then what did he do? He goes and wins an MVP. Goes back to an NFC title game. Falls short six points. <laughs> Plays lights out football. Twenty twenty. Lights out. Lights out football. So it seemed like yesterday it was all smoke and mirrors. But deep down, me, I believe there was some fire somewhere. Like, some of this talk could have been legitimate. But we don't know anything. We do not know anything. We haven't heard anything directly come out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth. Nothing from his agent. Nothing. Nothing of the sorts. So that's always, that's just what my thing was yesterday. I was upset. I was worried. But then it's just like, I'm thinking, when I started thinking rationally, I'm like, dog, how do we know this is true? Any of it. Any of it. Who was to say that these guys didn't just start rolling with anything after the news came out? Because that's what it felt like. As soon as one story broke, it was another one. Then it was another one. And none of it made sense. Like, none of it was pieced that, like, made sense. It went from Aaron Rodgers has a list of teams. And then that was the funny thing. It was the 49ers, the Broncos... And somebody else. Those that was his list of teams. Allegedly he had a list. This was these three teams have been, were also the teams that allegedly called the Packers. It's not adding up. It went from John Lynch talked to the Packers to nobody called the Packers. It went from uh well who else they say? 
the Broncos. Why the hell would the Broncos try to get Aaron Rodgers? They got Drew Locke. Teddy just traded for tra- Teddy Bridgewater. What would they? What? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. They were talking about the Patriots. It just didn't make sense to me. And the money didn't make any sense. The money would have made sense. The cap, it, none of these trades would have made sense. None of it made sense. What we all we know is somebody, don't know who, called Goot. He did say that somebody called him. He said, no, thank you. The conversation was brief. The story came out. Somebody said, okay, I'm going to jump on this. I can believe that. If this story comes out, Aaron Rodgers, once-in-a-lifetime talent, I'm going to make a play for him, obviously. But it was it was short and sweet. Nothing happened. No offers were made. No teams were contacted. Goot said they never told Rodgers they were going to trade him. Why would they tell him that? That was another thing I was confused about. Why would they tell him that? Come on, man. Some of these stories just didn't make any damn sense. The Packers, they have been very, very adamant on we're not doing it. We're we're, we're working towards a deal. We're not getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. This has been the story all spring. So you're telling me that for the four months leading up to last night, I mean leading up to yesterday, that was all a lie, and then it was all a lie, and then all of a sudden, yesterday when draft day, one of the biggest days of the football year, all of the worms just busted out of nowhere. Come on, man. You guys were looking for a story. You guys needed a, a draft day story. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. That story snowballed so damn fast. What we know is Goot has been adamant all spring long, man. All spring that a deal would get done. All spring. That's all we've been hearing. They're working towards. You know, when they got the Aaron Jones deal done, that surprised the hell out of me. They've been restructuring all types of deals. Some, they're planning for something. And, you know, when you look at the deal, it goes, what's this, two, two, three, two or three more years left on it. Rodgers is still under contract. This, this is another thing. He's still under contract. Devontae Adams is heading into his contract year. Do you think they would trade Aaron Rodgers on a Devontae Adams contract year? Y'all can't be that stupid. Trade Aaron Rodgers on Devontae Adams' contract year. You think if Devontae Adams would re-sign with the Packers this season or the next offseason if they traded away his quarterback? Come on, man. We gotta y'all we gotta be realistic here. We gotta be realistic here, man. Let's think let's think rationally here. Let's not think with our clickbait minds. Let's not think crazy. Let's not no no no. Let's be real here. Let's be real. Let's be real. He reiterated that earlier this week And last night before um, He said he would not be trading Aaron Rodgers Now here's where things got a little blurry and dicey For me, personally Goot said 
He regrets the lack of communication he had with 12 during last year's draft. And to that, and to that I, I, I say cut the BS. I, I say cut the BS. Cut the BS. Because y'all knew, y'all knew, y'all thought y'all knew what y'all was doing when y'all drafted that boy last year. Because you traded up to get him. You traded up to get him. There was a reason for that. I really, I firmly believe that they thought Aaron Rodgers was going to come out last season, have another, you know, good Aaron Rodgers year. You know, the, the years that he's been having these last couple of seasons where it hasn't been spectacular numbers. You know, they haven't been blowing anybody's mind in terms of what he's done and what's going, what else is going on around the league. He hasn't thrown 45 touchdowns like it was 2016. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't, it was just going to be another, you know, quiet uh, 28-5 type season, you know. But then he came out and blew the damn doors off the building. He came out there, guns blazing, and ruined everything that y'all had planned. I think that y'all thought y'all was going to get one more season of this. Jordan Love was going to sit for two years, and that, that 2022, after this upcoming season, he was going to let Rodgers go, and Jordan Love was going to take over. That's what I think happened. I think that the Packers planned on drafting Jordan Love. He was going to sit for two years. Rodgers was going to be gone in 2022. And Jordan Love was going to take over and be the Packers quarterback. But then Aaron Rodgers came out, guns blazing, playing out of his freaking mind, stayed healthy all year, no health problems, no injuries, and played a perfect season. From the quarterback position, that was that was damn near perfect. Had the hiccup in Tampa Bay regular season. Other than that, Aaron Rodgers was playing lights out football. Lights out. He ruined the plan, bro. He ruined that. He ruined that plan. In my mind, that's what happened. He ruined everything. You know, you know when you say you in you you in uh, preschool when you're in kindergarten and you building your Legos, you building the, your blocks up, you building a building with blocks, and the kid that you don't like comes and kicked your blocks over. That's what Aaron Rodgers did to Goot and the Packers plan. He kicked the blocks over. Said, "Hell no, to hell with this. This is what we doing. I'm still the man. I'm still the baddest man on earth. I'm still the gunslinger. It's me. It's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Come on, man. Come on. Let's be real here." Let's be real here. He ruined that. At 37 years of age, he'll be 38 in December. Aaron Charles Rogers is still the baddest man on the planet. And nobody can convince me otherwise. Nobody. I don't care who it is. You can talk. You can tell me. Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, any other young bucks that's in the league. You can tell me your old man Tom Brady. You can talk about anybody, any quarterback in football right now. You can give me their name, and I'm going to say they're not better than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is still in a league of his own. Come on, man. I don't give a damn about the no-look passes, the, the sidearm, none of that. Rodgers been doing that. Aaron Rodgers is the man, bro. He's the man. Nobody's doing it like him. At 37, he's still doing it. Come on, man. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, man. Come on. Come on. Did y'all see what he did last season? He didn't win the MVP for no reason. He did, they didn't just give it to him. 
It wasn't a gift. 4,299 yards, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Five interceptions. And deeper than that, he hasn't had a double-digit and a turnover season since 2010 when he threw 11. The highest interception he's thrown since then is eight. And that was that happened twice in 2012 and 2015. Since then, it's been nothing. Still hasn't thrown 100 interceptions total. Come on, man. 48 touchdowns last season. 48. That's more than his 2017 and 2018 combined. It's best season since the run the table season statistically. Let's talk about it, man. 2020 was his year. Nobody was on his level. Nobody. Nobody. And I still believe he comes back this season with that same mentality, bro. He still, he because he wants to win. Come on, man. So all in all, could 12 be frustrated? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I don't see him causing this type of uproar. That's not him. That's not him. He's not even, he doesn't really, he don't bang with the media like that. I don't see him going to somebody and have them going to somebody who went to somebody, who then went to somebody else, then went to somebody else to tell us what the hell Aaron Rodgers is feeling like on a a Wednesday afternoon. I don't believe that. This man has been consistent in saying he wants to finish his career in Green Bay. So here's my bold prediction. For the Aaron Rodgers saga and Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. The deal will get done. Rodgers is not going anywhere. And the Packers will be fine. Book it. And that's how I feel about that. I probably thought I was going to come on here going crazy. I mean, I ain't going crazy. Like, I ain't spaz. Like, I probably thought I was going to come on here and spaz. Nah. Nah. I mean, I may raise my voice a little bit, but it wasn't because of why y'all thought I might have came on and raised my voice. I'm fine, man. I'm okay. I know it's going to work out. I do. You don't You don't trade Aaron Rodgers, man. You don't. That's just something you don't do. Not even in Madden. Not even in fantasy football. So why would you do it in real life? Come on, man. Come on. Let's be real here. Let's talk. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Um, let's see, let's see. Alright. So let's stay on yesterday. Stay on yesterday. Let's talk about the, the first round of the NFL draft. The draft was interesting, man. The first round I and it's for someone who didn't watch college football last year, I boycotted it. I thoroughly enjoyed the draft. I watched most of it at work. Um saw most of it work and I came home and finished the rest of it. Enjoyed the draft. It was a couple things, you know, a couple things I want to highlight. I'm not going to talk about every pick in the draft, but, you know, a couple picks that stood out to me. Obviously, the first round, I mean, the first pick of the draft, the Jaguars get their quarterback and Trevor Lawrence. Enjoyed that. You know, I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's, as far as his draft goes, I think he's the most NFL-ready quarterback in this draft, this, this season, in his draft class, the quarterback class. I think Trevor Lawrence, you know, the guys tried to, they tried to give him crap a couple of weeks ago 
for the Sports Illustrated article when he basically was just saying, like, you know, there's no monkey on his back. You know, there's nothing. You don't have nothing to prove, basically, is what he was saying. Like, come on, man. He, he doesn't hate. I don't, I don't understand why you guys want all these kids to have a chip on their shoulder when they don't have to. Like, dog, he's a first-round draft pick. He's the first pick in the draft. He ain't done nothing but win his whole life. What chip does he have to have on his shoulder? Oh, he doesn't want to compete. Sounds like a guy to go. Says who? Says who? Says who? Come on. Come on. Um. Then uh, after that, they swung back around and scooped his running back from Clemson, Travis Etney. How, how do we say it? Etney? Etney? Etney, yeah. Travis Etney with their 25th pick. That's the pick they got from... The Rams, another pick they got from the Rams from the Jalen Ramsey trade. So I think it's cool that they kept them together. Love both picks. Get your quarterback, get a running back, you know, see what they do together. Can't wait to see what Urban Meyer does at the NFL level, man. And, and you know, maybe we'll see Tim Tebow out there on the field with them as well. I really think that's hilarious that Tim Tebow is trying to come back as a tight end. And it's not hilarious because it's like, ha-ha, Tim Tebow. No, it's hilarious because it might work. It might work. If he can catch, I need to see him run a rock. I need to see Tim Tebow run a rock. What type of shape is Tebow in? That's also what I need to see. We'll see. We'll see. Now, this, this, this was something. The Bengals decided to draft LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase. Before they did that, I tweeted. If the Bengals don't draft the offensive tackle, Joe Barrow should boycott the season. This man took 73 hits, tore his knee apart, all due to having no, absolutely no offensive line. No line. No line. And what they do, they draft a wide receiver. I just don't understand, man. I don't understand these organizations. How can you look at your roster? How can you look at your past season and not know what the problem is or know what the problem was? How can you do that? Bro, I've been playing Madden franchise mode for what? 18 years now? I know how to run an organization. I've been playing fantasy football about, what, eight, nine years. I know how to run an organization. I know what my problems are. I know where I'm lacking at. I know what I'm going to need to fix season to season. How these guys who make how much money, you know, however much money they're making and can't make these decisions, it, it, it baffles me. It baffles me. It doesn't matter who's under the center, who's under center, and who's on the outside running routes? If you have no line, you have no thing. You have nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Nathan. You have Nathan. At all. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs watched that firsthand this past February. Then they went and rebuilt that old line so damn fast. I mean, transformed it like Optimus Prime in no time. No time at all. Took them no time at all to do that. They all, all they needed to see was that one time. 
in the biggest game of them all. And they said, you know what? This will never happen to us again. Never. They meant that. They meant that. They said, yo, we're not going to let this one happen again. They didn't go out and, and, and sign a wide receiver. They didn't go sign a running back. They didn't go sign people on the defense. They didn't. No, 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 no. They made moves and rebuilt that offensive line because they said, yo, this won't be our downfall again. Never again. Meanwhile, you know, hold up. That's an organization that knows how to protect their investment. That's what they're, they're, they are protecting their biggest asset in Patrick Mahomes and they're pr- protecting their investment. That's how you do that. Meanwhile, Joey B has a scar on his knee from the negligence of Cincinnati and they repay him by doing nothing. That's freaking sad, man. That's freaking sad, man. Y'all got to stop drafting these, these quarterbacks when y'all don't have a plan. If you do not have a plan in place to protect your quarterback, don't draft one. And if you're going to draft one, let them sit until you figure it out. I I just don't get it. I don't think, I think that this decade, this should be the decade where we fix things when it comes to football. We shouldn't be rushing these kids on the field. Excuse me, a little technical difficulty there, but we shouldn't be rushing them on the field, man. I know Joey B was a little older, but it's no need to push these kids out on the field like this, man, if you don't have anything in place for them. And that's why, you know, I'm looking at, you know, the Justin Fields pick. You know, congratulations to the Bears and him. The Bears trading up to go get them, but it's like I hope they don't throw them directly into the fire, man. Give them a little time, give them a year or two. Let Dalton do his thing for a while, a couple seasons, and let's, and then go ahead. You know, wait till you have everything in place for him. You know, that's all I'm saying. Um, the Eagles traded up for Bama wide receiver Devontae Smith. Him and Joe Flacco, they're gonna they're gonna go off in Philly. They're gonna go off. I'm telling y'all, man. I am telling y'all. I've been telling y'all this since Flacco signed with Philly. He's going to start for them, and they're going to be good. I really think that Joe Flacco is going to start for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're going to make some noise in NFC West. Don't be surprised if he wins it, bro. I'm telling you, Joe Flacco at 36 years old, you know, bad times in, in Denver. Didn't work out in Denver. And then last year he get he gets a shot in, in, in the wrong place at the wrong time. And now, you know, he's in Philly. He's still East Coast, right up the, you know, not too far from him and his family. He's good. He's rocking number seven. Man, don't be surprised if it's the return of Glow Flacco, man. This could be this could be his last one, you know what I mean? Don't sleep on him, I'm telling you. Because I, I don't think Serrani and them sold on Jalen Hurts. But we'll save that for another time. Um... Steelers, you know, they keep it in the Bama family with Harris running back from uh, Bama. They draft him. I love that pick, by the way. A good one to, to, to uh, replace James Conner. And, you know, they felt they, they fell off hard last season. You know, after that, that streak they won, they fell off hard. And it's because they could not run the ball. They couldn't run the ball. So this helps a lot. Takes a, pr- a lot of pressure off of old Ben. 
And then, of course, you know, the Packers draft cornerback Eric Stokes out of Georgia. And personally, I love the pick. I didn't. I was not mad at the pick at all. I think he'll compliment Jive really well. Um, He'll be groomed and developed well. And, you know, that was the first round. You know, the first round, that was it. You know, I think it was interesting. You know, nothing else really stuck out to me like that. Um, Enjoyed it, though. You know, congratulations to all of the guys who went in the first round. Congratulations to everybody who was able to attend it. And Cleveland, happy you guys got that experience. Yeah, man. And, oh, yeah, man. The NFL is doing a great job with the in, in-person draft. I loved it. Glad to be back booing Goodell on stage. Love that, man. Love that. Love that. So, yeah, that's it for last night and yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah, a little something that I forgot to talk about or didn't really get into on Monday. The NFL number change and the Bengals' new uniforms. We're going to lump them in together. Start with the Bengals. I hate the Bengals' new uniforms, by the way. Hate them, bro. They dumbed their uniforms down. I think I did a top 10 uniform list a couple years ago on NFL. Hold on. I can't. I know I'm not crazy. Hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me. Y'all don't got a choice. So just bear with me. Let's see. Where we at? This is 2021. So we're going to have to go back to 2019 episode 55. And if we what up saying NFL uniforms, yeah. Let's see. What did what did where did I rank the Bengals at, man? Let's see. Oh, oh I started off with a little green and yellow. Uh let's see. Um, the Chicago Bears, bro. The orange or the whites. You know, the combination of the black, you know, the uh, brown, I'm, the ta- black I'm talking about them right the there. Number one's a sleeper. The Bengals. The Bengals. Oh my god, I knew I was in line. Listen to spicy. Number three is the Browns. Okay. Now, uh, we don't need. To yes, their that. new uniforms are nice. Let's see. Anything else I wanted to talk about? Um. Damn it! Where'd it go? The, the new jet, the you know, they're white with them jet black, jet black numbers, all brown color rush. Everything. Now, number one is a sleeper. Here we go. Here we go. Number one is a sleeper. The Bengals. The Bengals uniforms have always been tough to me, whether it's black, the orange, or their white. You know, the combination of the black, you know, the brown, the black top, white pants, all black. Bro, the and the helmets, the the, the, the the Bengals have the best helmet in the league. The stripes on the helmet, no no argument needed. Best helmet in the NFL. Debate your mother. Don't debate me. I'm just saying. Cincinnati Bengals have the best uniforms in the NFL. I feel very strongly about this. I've been saying this for a couple of years now. Nobody wanted to believe me, but the Bengals have the toughest uniforms. It's true. It is true. Um, now, my nose was a little stuffy when I was recording then, but I, I felt so strongly about the Bengals' uniforms. And then when they came out talking about we got new uniforms, I just, why? They dumbed them down, bro. The collars, it just doesn't look good anymore. Let me go look at them again. Because I hated the Rams last year. When they changed their uniforms and then they grew on me. But I don't see these uniforms growing on me. I really don't. I don't see these uniforms growing on me. Let me go check them out again. Yeah, look, look at this, man. Look at this. They don't look like themselves anymore. The white the, the white and black ones are trash. I don't like those. You know, basically what the color rush used to look like. And then the, the orange and black, they just look like a, a dumbed down version of what they had. That's the best... The way I can describe them, man. I just don't like them, bro. I don't like them. The collar is boring now. 
The stripes on this crisp. I don't like the pant. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. They didn't have to touch them, man. They didn't have to touch them. They didn't have to touch them at all. Don't think so. Don't think so. Don't think they had to do that. Um. So yeah, hate them. Hate them. Hate them. Hate the Bengals' new uniforms. Can't stand them. Um, and then the NFL number change, man. Look, so they're letting guys, basically skilled players, get to wear single-digit numbers and all this. It's just, Teron Matthew said it the best. Said it best. He said the the rule change going to bring the, them, uh, that diva with a lot of them boys. And I agree. I agree. I, I think numbers... Make dudes take on whole different personalities And they don't even really be like that Like who about to wear number 7 Patrick Peterson I think Child please Not a fan of that man I just I think it's, I think it's juvenile Like come on dog It's not rec It's not high school It's not college It's the NFL and Brady hates it Brady hates it for different reasons We're gonna get into that But I just don't like it Like dog I don't wanna see a cornerback wearing number 2 I don't want to see a running back wearing number five. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. I don't. I don't want to see that. It's ugly. It's childish. It's not. It's not NFL. It's not pro. It's not professional to me, at all. Then they gotta buy their entire inventory if they want to change it this season. So a lot of it, these guys probably won't be changed until next season. I just don't like it. I feel like if you're not a punter, a kicker, or a quarterback, you shouldn't be worried about a single digit number. Seriously. It's ugly to me, man. It's ugly to me. I'm not a fan of it. Now, Brady don't like it because it's like, how the hell am I supposed to identify the mic? And I, he, Brady just don't like it because Brady old, and he got them old eyes, and he ain't going to be knowing what the hell is going on in the field. I get it. I do understand that, Pop. I get it. I do. I don't like it either, Pop. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. Um. We'll be at. We'll be at. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. We'll be at with it, man. We'll be at with it now. Thirty-seven and some change. Uh, we're gonna get you guys about it here with a couple more. Got a couple things to talk about. Boxing related. I'm gonna get you guys about it here. It's Friday. Don't wanna hold you long. Um. I mean, we could leave it. Nah, nah. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up. I'm gonna just make it a little quick. All right. So the Canelo interview came out. He just had a recent interview. I believe it, it's out in its entirety. I have to watch it. I just know a couple of the highlights. Um, you know, he spoke on his relationship with Delahoya, and this is just something I've been telling y'all for two years now, bro. I told y'all, man, he did not rock with that dude. I told y'all that. Or go, I mean, obviously he left, but I told y'all that, man. I've been telling y'all that. Y'all ain't hear me. Told y'all. He said, that boy said he ain't, he more worried about drinking than boxing. And that's true. Look at the Golden Boy Stable. Who over there? Who over there? That's eating besides Ron Garcia. Barely, but who over there? Come on. Seriously. Canelo was literally the catch cow. And he's gone. What golden boy got over there? They ain't got nothing. They ain't got no big names over there, bro. They ain't got no big names over there. They ain't got no big game, big names over there. Um, what else he say? He talked about 
He said he would beat Floyd in his prime. He said he would knock Floyd out. Now, come on, man. You got a little too much dip on your chip. Got a little too much dip on your chip. I, I, just, I get it. I understand. But I, come on, man. You got to let that one go. You lost. He beat you. He beat you. Yeah, he beat you. He, looked, he made you look stupid. Come on. Um, What else did he say? He said he had to negotiate his brother's kidnapping before the... What fight was that? The Liam... Which, one of them fights in 2018 I was like what? That's nuts Apparently his brother got kidnapped in Mexico And he had to negotiate that for three days And get him back I said well yeah that's crazy That's nuts But yeah man the Canelo interview was interesting Then we got Floyd versus Logan Paul I really don't have anything to say about that Besides the fact that it's happening in Florida On June 6th That's a Sunday I don't think a boxing match of that, like, I don't think I don't, I don't, I, not that I know of. There's been any pay per view boxing on a Sunday night. I've never heard I, that's that's new to me. I mean, we can go look and research if, but boxing is a Saturday, Saturday night thing. I don't think there's ever been a Sunday night boxing match. Now, it's interesting to me because it's like I thought Showtime and Floyd and them was going to go head up with. The Triller card on that Saturday night. But the guys are not going to go head up with them. They're going to just go the day after. Now, on that card, I think it's Jean Pascal versus um somebody else. They fought before. That's going to be cool. And Jared Hurd's going to be on the card. It's his first fight since his father passed away. I mean, look, man. It, it, you just got to take it for what it is. It's entertainment. It's an exhibition match. I feel like casual fans are the ones that are taking it the hardest. You know, saying that box is dead and look what they're doing because they don't know that there's so much real boxing going on that they really don't know. So I understand where they're coming from, but it's just entertainment. It's an exhibition match. It's a money grab. It's literally all it is. That's it. But yeah, man, that's all I got for you guys this week, man. Go check the YouTube page, man. Just drop some heat on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe at Electrified TV. Um, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Eric Lyons TV and on Instagram at Eric Lyons TV and Electrified Pod. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Next week, first week of May, Money May. Got some things planned for next week. Of course, you know, two episodes on a YouTube drop possibly. You never know what I could do. I might I might be up to something more deeper than that. We'll see. But um, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Happy Friday. Um, enjoy your weekend. It's supposed to be nice out this weekend, man. Don't do anything that I wouldn't do, man. Stay keep get uh, stay masked masked up. Go get vaccinated. I'm getting my second shot tomorrow. Um, make sure you guys stay safe, man. Love, much love to everybody. And for the 141st time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.